Christmas. Broadcasting from the Blue Ridge Mountains here in the star city of Roanoke, Virginia. Welcome, my friends, to the Jamie Lee Show. Well, it's finally here. We are in the last month of 2023, and it's time to get out those Christmas decorations and enjoy this glorious holiday season. One of my favorite joys in life is when my youngest grandchildren search every morning for their elf on the shelf. Their names are Elvin, Susie, and Brownie. Santa Claus gets a lot of attention during the holiday season, and you know what? He deserves it. Rumor has it that he considers your wish list, helps you improve your behavior from naughty to nice, and travels around the world in just one night to deliver all of those presents. But how could he do all of this by himself? Well, that's where Elvin, Susie, and Brownie come into the picture. These little elves hide in my grandchildren's homes and watch over events that happen in their house. Once everyone goes to bed, the elf flies back to the North Pole to report to Santa the activities, good and bad, that have taken place throughout the day. Before the family wakes up each morning, the elf flies back from the North Pole and hides. By hiding in a new spot around the house each morning, the elf plays an ongoing game of hide-and-seek with the family. These elves get their magic by being named and loved by the child, and that allows them to fly to and from the North Pole each night and report to the hit elf, who then re reports to Santa. <laughs> there's, there's one strict rule the children must abide by, though. Their elf is not allowed to be touched, or they will lose their magic and disappear. Although families are told not to touch their elf, they can speak to it and tell it all their Christmas wishes so that it can report back to Santa accurately. Oh, hello. You're, uh, you're probably here about the, uh, the story. Elves love to tell stories. But you didn't know that about elves. There's a, probably a lot of things you, you didn't know about elves. As it turns out, Santa's not alone. According to folklore, working hard behind the scenes and under the big guy's shadow are Santa's elves. Typically underappreciated during the holidays, the amount of labor these tiny mythical creatures clock in is astounding. We must assume that much like Rudolph and his red nose, without the help of the elves, Santa would have a lot more stress leading up to Christmas and wouldn't be nearly as jolly. But have you ever wondered what the life of an elf is really like? Sure, there are a lot of stories and movies about Santa's elves. They are featured in everything from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in 1964 to Will Ferrell's Elf in 2004. And although there are some basic similarities between the stories, each account offers its own unique take on elf life and customs. So, 
what do elves look like? Do elves just make toys, or do they have other duties? Do they work just during the months leading up to Christmas Eve, or do they work all year long? Do they get health insurance and vacation time? Although no one may ever know for sure just how elves operate, we have what we think are the most logical explanations for how they accomplish all that they do. Elves are widely regarded as being small in stature, no taller than three feet, and some might even fit into the palm of your hand. One of an elf's defining characteristics is his pointy ears, which we think could help in anticipating repairs on Santa's sleigh, because elves' ear size in relation to their heads could be quite large, like bats. Some think elves could use echolocation, but in fact, it's tissue on the outer ear that might best help elves localize sounds like a screw that became loose on a sleigh's runner. Aside from their small stature and tall ears, an elf might look very much like you and me. They're both male and female elves. They wear clothing similar in style to Santa's wardrobe. Since it's cold in the North Pole, they'd sport pointed caps, warm suits with white fluffy trim and pointed boots. The only difference would be in color, as the elves might wear green to complement Santa's red suit. Because they are so tiny, elves may seem too intimidating. But elves would have to be powerful, energy-packed beings in order to fill Santa's quota of gift-making. Could they be feisty, fidgety, and nervous? Hard-wired for constant activity? Always fiddling and tinkering with objects? Taking them apart and putting them back together? Santa's elves would also have amazing reasoning, giving them the ability to understand Lego structures and dollhouses in an instant and greatly increasing productivity. Due to all this movement and excitement, elves would burn a lot of calories. They'd be naturally slender, unlike Santa. I'm the worst toy maker in the world. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. The 2004 movie Elf would have you believe an elf's diet is mostly candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. Although it's easy to imagine elves loving candy, they would need to stick to a healthy diet in order to maintain their high level of activity. Hey, Santa's elves in the workshop, making lots of toys for good girls and boys. Although elves might have a natural drive for crafting everything from wooden rocking horses to Xbox 360s, we assume that they would still have to attend elf school. Now, before we learn how to build the latest in extreme graphic chipset processors, let's recite the code of the elves, shall we? Elves would need to learn several basic subjects in order to function correctly in the workshop, and curriculum would include courses such as Woodworking 101, Computer Science and Technology, Locomotives, Large and Miniature 101, and advanced return policies. Once an elf graduated with enough elf school credits, 
he or she could probably gain clearance to perform a wide variety of duties in Santa's workshop. Technology is always changing, though, and Santa's elves would need to know everything from traditional toy making to the most current and up-to-date computer games. That's why elves would need to continue taking classes even after they graduated, once the newest versions of the iPod comes out, for instance. The elves would need to know the ins and outs well before Santa headed out on Christmas Eve. The reindeer would also need to be taken care of. The most logical explanation is that elves would be in charge of training and feeding the reindeer, as well as keeping the stables clean. And once Santa was ready to go, Rudolph and company would have to be in top form. We'd like to imagine that Rudolph might have a rider that ensures that his nose is polished daily and red and green M&Ms are widely available throughout the reindeer compound. This would, of course, lead to a minor rivalry with the reindeer. Since elves are small, they wouldn't have too many chances to see things from a higher point of view. The North Pole and the surrounding Arctic terrain are fairly level, in fact. So, since the reindeer could have the ability to fly and get to guide Santa's sleigh all around the world, the elves might be a little jealous. They would rarely get to fly with Santa on Christmas Eve. They'd be quite busy monitoring Santa's flight path back at the North Pole. With all the hustle and bustle leading up to Christmas, would Santa's elves ever get a break? Once Christmas is over, there would still be a few more days of work. Santa couldn't be perfect and might mix presents up, so the elves would take care of refunds, returns, and exchanges. By New Year's Day, the elves might be ready for a break, though, and they'd head out on a much-deserved vacation. Their ideal destination? Well, perhaps Scandinavia. Although it's very cold there during the late winter, it's warmer than the North Pole, though. Elves might even enjoy staying in eco-lodges and taking a dip in the many geothermal hot springs. Much of elk folklore originates from Scandinavian countries, too, so it makes sense that they would want to visit their homeland. I hope this podcast answered some of the questions you might have about Santa's little helpers. There are different kinds of elves, and they have different activities on Christmas Eve. Some elves work for Santa Claus at the North Pole, making toys and gifts for children and helping him deliver them around the world. Other elves are part of the Elf on the Shelf tradition, where they watch over families and report their behavior back to Santa. They also like to play pranks and have fun with the children before they leave on Christmas Eve. They usually say goodbye to their families on Christmas Eve. They leave a note or a gift for the children, and sometimes they do something special or funny for their last day. For example, they might decorate the house, bake cookies, or write a message in the snow. <laughs> they also make sure to remind the children to be good and kind throughout the year. This is Jamie, wishing you a season filled with warmth, comfort, and good cheer. May your days be merry and bright. Have a wonderful Christmas. It's the best time of the year. 
Every day is a grind Them elves working six day weeks No raise inside Santa only paying cookies When they working that overtime Gotta make that quota Can't do it in a nine to five But that ain't right Let's talk about fairness Elf awareness This is the Elf song, sitting on a shelf song Working with them itty bitty pointy toe shoes on I blame Santa Claus and his North Pole operation Ain't a good look, paying candy cane wages R-E-S-P-E-C-T, give them song Put your hands up for the Elves This is the Elf song This is the Elf song This is the Elf song Maybe three, maybe four, but the point is elves are small Still making up toys for a million shopping malls Size don't matter, even Santa can't do it all Elves are the bomb This is the elf song, giving them the credit song Working with the mini bitty ponytail shoes on I love Santa Claus and his North Pole Awareness. This is the Elf song, Elf in Everyday song. 